If you're the kind of dad who's on a first name basis with everybody in the billing department at your kids' colleges, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast celebrating dad, wherever dad may be, whatever dad may do. Welcome to season number nine, episode number five. We're calling this one Dad's a Tremendous Slouch. Why? Because we've got my buddy Gil Walchuk on. He's a movie aficionado, kind of like Coach Randy and me. Loves the movies that guys love, like Caddyshack, like Fletch, and even some of those mafia movies. He's uh, he's, an, he's an executive, he's a very busy guy, uh, but he's also a very busy guy because he's got four kids, and all four are in some kind of college, so we'll talk about how he sweats that out and how he manages that. Right now, I'd like to introduce as Adam D., my good friend, Coach Randy. Coach, back for episode number five number in five. a fast-moving season, even though we took a couple weeks yeah, off. We did take a couple weeks off. I mean, listen, we had uh, a very nice last episode. So much has happened, Adam. Do this. This it March is over. March is done. Yeah. Well, this is we're recording this episode on April the second. The second. Uh, it was an incredibly busy month. I have not been this busy in March uh, since pre-pandemic. It's a good thing. Uh, oh, it's a You're talking about work, thing. right? I'm talking about work. It's yeah. a great thing. It is. A, it is a great thing. I, I four thousand miles on the car. Wow. Four thousand miles. I traveled. All over in the family truckster, <laughs> not the family truckster. In the uh, we call it, we call it Black Thunder. Oh, okay. The uh, Hyundai 2013 Elantra, uh, Elantra. Wow. And I was all over the place. I was uh, up in Massachusetts a couple times. I was on the island, Long Island. Oh, uh, with the island. Yes. Uh, it's yeah. in New York City. So we East Coast people call yeah. the island. Uh-huh. Uh Down in South Jersey a number of times. Yeah. Down down in places towards Philly, Pennsylvania. Even drove out to Pittsburgh. Wow. Yeah, just uh, an amazing tour. Of this great Northeast. So, will there be a retirement ceremony for the Hyundai at some point? <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep driving that car for as long as we can because uh, uh, it has to last. This is the deal. Yeah. For another year, about about fourteen months, because as you know, Michaela will then be graduating. Yes. Uh, and then uh, she'll be going off to college, and then I'll just start. I'll just you take can over. do it. Coach. I can do it. We can, I thought that I, I can do it. Oil changes, Absolutely. tire rotations, uh, filters, it. and Absolutely. brakes. Absolutely, that's all yeah. you need to do. That's it, and I can do it. And so it's Black Thunder. So we're we're pushing. We're I think it's about one forty three, hundred forty three thousand miles. You know, speaking of cars, yeah, that uh, didn't necessarily meet their payment deadline. Yes. <laughs> you remember um, around this time last year? No, maybe it was a little earlier. It was January of yes. twenty two. Yes, I remember. Uh, my car caught fire. We told that story. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right? So on the way to Baltimore, we took yeah. my daughter to Admitted Students Day at Towson yes. this past weekend. We passed that that's a fine. flaming car. Did you really? We did, and I'm like. I now feel for that. Guy. Oh my gosh! Because before I thought it was, oh, who lets their car catch That's fire? fire. And I was that guy. That now. guy. That is so funny. I can't believe it's been that long ago. It's amazing how fast it really is. Uh, yeah. And you know, congratulations on uh, admitted day with Towson. We're so yeah. excited. Uh, we had the pleasure of Dano uh, joining Thank us. Thank you so much which, for. Which of course for we love to do. We're babysitting back. our dog. No, of course. Uh, I think uh, Piper drove him crazy. Um, but it's been great. I, did I, I think I told you. Yeah, you know, uh, my oldest is getting married. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. You are uh, uh, going to be invited, just we in case you know. Save the date, and I thank uh, you so much for that inconvenient, but, but, inconvenient marriage date. You know, because it's August seventeenth. 
2024. Right. Now, in Colorado. In Colorado, uh, in Larkspur, Colorado. It's a beautiful venue. My daughter's very excited. But it's going to pause a little bit of a challenge uh, for those with the kids in college. Yes. Uh, so it'll be interesting. But uh, um, they just set the venue, so I'm very excited for my oldest. It's a very exciting time. Wow. And uh, it's, been a, it's been a pretty good week. It's been a pretty good week. How was your week? Anything? I mean, i got to tell you, Adam D. You're really pushing this Adam D. comedy thing. I think you got a future oh, yeah. there. Well, I, I think definitely have a future and a glorified hobby. I'm having yeah. a lot of fun with that. So uh, I have a, a show tonight. It's mm -hmm. an online show, but it's really convenient because you don't really have anything else going on on a yeah. Sunday night. And then I'm hosting a... Uh, it's a jazz ensemble concert for the high school. I'm like the MC. Look at you. And that's going to be on Tuesday. So kind of word gets around in the neighborhood. Yeah. So if you're the kind of person who does sort of this entertainment thing... You, you could get local gigs, which is kind of nice. And also like supporting the music program mm -hmm. in town. And then uh, I've got a, a show, uh, like a showcase at mm -hmm. a uh, an event space, like a, a performance space mm -hmm. up in Teaneck, New Jersey on April 13th. Please go to adam.d.here and you'll see all of that. And then a corporate show. Mm -hmm. um, looking to do more shows at restaurants. Yeah. Looking to do more shows. Hey, if you are on the board or have some leadership position at a house of worship, doesn't have to be Jewish. Because um, I can build you a lineup for mm -hmm. any audience. Mm -hmm. Hit me up, and I'll put together a very cost-effective comedy show that will entertain people for at least two hours. I saw what you did there. That was a shameless plug right it there. Was. Oh, there's nothing shame. I'm just out there. You're out there, yeah. and I love your name. What's your name? Adam, Adam D. D. Adam D. Adam right. D. That, who, who would have Who would have thunk yeah. that when we started our podcast years ago, that would be your name? As a comedian. Right. Well, as a comedian, I do bill myself as Adam D. Chandler yeah. because there's another guy with a very similar name who does this a little more than reasonably well. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he just got some kind of big got award. The Mark Twain Award. Mark Twain Award. And, and I do. I happen to love Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. Did you watch Did you watch I, that? I did. It, oh. was, it was like a roast, and I love oh Chris God. Rock's Chris, Oh, my God. It was so funny. At the very beginning, Opera Man done by oh. a, a, a Dina Menzel. Yes. It was... Uh, uh, it was done well. It was done very but, but well. But what I dig about Adam Sandler yeah. is not just his comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, he's got range now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, if you saw Hustle. Are you kidding me? Four billion dollars. Trunk love. Four billion dollars. And the funny part was, I forget, who's, I think it was Conan O'Brien who said, Did, is there any reason why there's so many people here to support Adam D? Because he's not working. Yes. And when Adam D's not working, yeah. no one in the well, industry. Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. When, when Adam, I'm working, everybody else is working. Yeah, trust me. Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah totally. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was a good week. So yeah, yeah. definitely producing more comedy good shows. You. And you know, sometimes I like to take just a little break to write yeah. and to produce yeah. and also watch other comics yeah. that I might be able to put on my shows that I produce. You know, so, so that's, that's, that's the how the sausage is made. Um, Aiden is rocking and rolling with the he's high had school a couple, golf. Some golf, you know, his, his name got a shout out at school the yeah, other day. So he's been finishing in like the top uh, three to five in his first Good few matches. So we're very proud. Yeah, and I'm very proud because it means the investment is paying off. Yep, the ROI. But you're the kind of dad, right? Yes, exactly. Understands the return on investment is really about him and his well being. Not whether or not he's going to get some kind of a scholarship. Or yeah, and this could, be, this could be this could be it's a lifelong it's a lifelong gift. So exactly, yeah, golf is one of those games that you can play into your nineties, yeah. and it is as you say a life skill because yeah. so much business is done on the golf course. So much so friendships much. are made on the golf yeah. course, and and we're very happy about that. Very uh, nice. Told you about uh, admitted students day mm -hmm. down in Towson. So we talk about dad vice. Yes. All right. So doing admitted students or committed students day. 
because it really gives you a better sense of what life And this is just is a like. marketing strategy now that schools do, that you don't have to have committed there. They want you to come see it and then commit there that it's so great. So now you're going to sign the dotted line. Day in the life. Yeah. You get to meet professors yeah. and deans, and we did all that. Go to the dorm room. Yeah. Have a meal at these... Yeah. At these, essentially these restaurants this, now the commissaries <laughs> oh my goodness and it's and it's all you can eat and believe me i did it is not it is I not i worked station yes, to station it's not animal house uh, cafeteria no, anymore it is uh see if well, you yes what i, what I am yeah. now was <laughs> it but you could tell because we had um we had lunch at noon yeah that most of these kids probably woke up at 11:55 yeah because they were in their pajamas and slippers and, their crops, and maybe yeah. that's just what they wear all the time they seem to wear that a lot Here's my advice, though, on All right. college. All right, folks, listeners, um, here it comes. And I recommend you do this even before your kid accepts. Talk to the billing office, or they can call it the bursar's office. The bursar's office. Bursar's, okay. which is a fancy way of saying, saying your billing, billing, your account receivables. Make sure you can you can get a payment plan that works for you. Okay. Because most will design a payment plan that works for them. Oh, meaning they want that... those big chunks of money yes. when they want it. But I told my wife, eh. Don't sweat it. I'll call the billing office on Monday, yeah. and we'll work this out. Yeah, because they want like quarterly. Oh yeah, they want they want tens of thousands of dollars, not uh, not little yeah. money. They want the yeah. they You're want the hard, do it when we ask you. They want the hard it. commitment. Like, yeah, you know we're gonna pay you yeah. on a monthly basis, this, so it's a little bit days, more digestible. Yeah, these days it has to be monthly. Yeah. So um, if you don't have kids in college right. yet, just educate yourself on the billing schedule. Yeah. Well, for colleges, that's what you need to do. Well, my listen, my and. We're 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 now where you were a year ago. Yes. Uh, we're done ACTs. You know, we're, we're done with that. Uh, we're going to visit a few schools. Uh, Michaela's finishing up, finishing strong. Breeze finishing up her eighth grade year. Yeah. Uh, softball, softball season's oh, here. Yes. So you yeah. know what it means to the Nathan household. Um, basically, you will not be able to reach a Nathan for the next two months. For the next six, seven weeks, we've got a lot of softball. A uh, lot of softball. I mean, between yeah. Michaela and Bree, and I'm umping. Yeah. Uh, have I, you started I, yet? I, so I was. I, I was supposed to have two games. Uh, and on Friday, um, I was supposed to uh, ump a JV game in, at Livingston. Mm-hmm. I was real excited, and I'm not kidding. When I was I was walking around the, around the house on, on Friday, practicing my balls and strikes, yeah. not practicing with my balls and strikes, but you know, calling. Well, them. Let's hope not for the rest right? of the household. You know, so I, I had my mask on, mask off. Uh, you I sleep with the mask it. on. <laughs> I did not sleep with the mask on, uh, but I need to practice it because you got it's your left hand, right? Uh-huh. And I've been watching it. And an hour before game time, they they sent a notice saying the game was canceled. Wow! So wow. I was I was I was really upset. It allowed me to watch Michaela play and pitch, yeah. which is always good. So there was a good trade off. Uh, but I'm I'm chomping at the bit. I'm chomping at the bit. Yeah. So I've got I've got like three games next. Just week. Just want you to know, it's not about you. It's about no. the kids. It is. It's 100. You make got to make it about you because no, I, I won't you make it screw about it up. Me. No, I, I I won't. It's really about just being present, and I'm real excited. Um, and so I was talking to some other coaches and they're like why would you possibly want to be an umpire yeah and i'm still trying to figure it out but it's my next uh evolution of you've done with your things that's my next stage and my love of uh, of sports so i'll keep you posted let you know how it goes during our, our next episode this is so exciting you know yeah. and i know both of our families love baseball yeah and we just had opening day the opening day late last week which yep. is outstanding and uh, over spring break i think i'm going to take my kids to a major league game mm-hmm. and maybe even some minor league ball. minor league ball is the best yeah because it's, it's expensive but you get to see the stars of your favorite teams of tomorrow, today. Yeah. And listen, right now we're all excited because we have a, a literal local from our from our town who went to Del Barton High School starting shortstop. Volpe. Volpe. Yeah. Uh, got his first two hits yesterday. So there is kind of an excitement 
uh, in our area around baseball. There is it's, it's for, a, for both teams. I mean, um, you know, the Mets, uh, as of this discussion, two and one, Yankees one and one, but they've yes. obviously played one less game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, b- baseball's back, and my son loves baseball with his friends. And they've been playing the new uh, MLB The Show oh, on Xbox. Yeah. And there's this whole, apparently, new vernacular that I wasn't familiar with Correct. around baseball. Vernacular is a fancy word for what? Vocabulary. Vocabulary. Words. Some of our listeners, I want to make sure you understand what vernacular means. We have a smart listener base. Yes. Remember, we have fans in Luxembourg who know <laughs> lots of words. And France. Because they probably speak like seven different languages. Yes. So I need to throw these terms out. you got to okay. tell me if you know. All right. Apparently, these are associated with baseball. I just learned about them yesterday. Okay. Well, I didn't even get to play mm-hmm. MLB The Show with my son. Okay. He says, will you watch me play? All right. Yeah, of course. It's, you watch him play. It's like so, you go to watch and watch him yeah, play. Yes, we're going to watch you play a video game. Exactly. All right. I think it's uh, just a uh, complete waste of time for me All to right. just watch him play a video game. All right. But at least I get to keep him company. Okay. All right. Here's the first term. Have you ever right. heard of this? A piss missile. A piss missile? Piss missile. Fastball? Apparently, a piss missile, mm-hmm. is, it's not just for baseball, mm-hmm. but in baseball, it's like a rocket home run. Oh, okay. I can see that. Uh, but it's like the kind of thing it where... It goes out real fast. But it's fast. Yeah, like the goes, high velocity. Yeah, the high right? velocity. And then now they're calculating yes, velocity. Yes. All right. Uh, but in football, it's like a, a 60-yard dart. Okay. A dart. Well, I can understand Something dart, like yeah. that. In yeah. hockey, it's a slap shot a from the point. A piss missile. That's a new one. Yeah. Okay. Piss missile. All right. Swamp donkey. A swamp donkey? I'm not making these up. Come on. I even looked these up. Come on. uh, This is like legit stuff. This is what the kids are talking about when it comes to baseball. A swamp donkey. Must be like some kind of just drop of a ball barely out of the infield. Actually, it's a very, very deep home run, like a 500-yard swamp donkey. I don't know why swamp donkey. <laughs> I would. Why, why would people even a, combine swamp and donkey? That would seem like the donkey's slow, the swamp is murky. No. Why would that be a, like... 500-yard home run. A swamp donkey no. is just a very, Actually, very no, a swamp run. donkey sounds like you drop something in a bowl and then you flush it down. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> but apparently not. I just left a swamp donkey in there, sweetheart, so yeah. be careful. Right. Um, and then here's here's another one you may have heard, a daddy hack. A daddy hack? Another is insulting to us. Well, yeah, this is probably, you, you, you just completely missed the ball. It's a, it's a swing and a miss. It's, it's actually not terrible. It's mm. a grounder that you have to dig out. It's a daddy like hack? I daddy hacked. I just daddy hacked a, a a grounder to third base, and I've got to hustle out of the batter's box. See, a hack. I, I could see a swing and a miss. Like you swing, like you're you're, you're chasing I something. I would think so too. I would think daddy hack would be a a perfect term for golf because yeah. I daddy hack all the time. Well, this I is why my I'd, son beats me by yeah. ten strokes. All right, so 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 I'm zero for three. Well, I'm thinking, Coach, we need to know this stuff. If anyone ever decides to say, you know, we need Coach Randy and Adam to do, to do play-by-play That was a radio. piss missile. Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen, you just missed a swampy dog. piss missile out to left field. You just missed the, the world's largest swamp dog. But these sound like they're fun to say. They're like the swamp dog. I mean, I, yeah. chew, I know cheddar, cheese, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Uh, high a ground ball with eyes. Yeah. Seeing eyes single. A frozen rope. Uh-huh. You know, but I never heard of a... This is... I feel like, you know, a bunch more? of fraternity kids are... Do you have more? I just have the three. No, I, I was just have the three. three. I'm an ofer. But I would have been ofer as well. Egg. Yeah. Oh, well. So that's baseball. And then, of course, we have... This This is why March is a, yeah. a great oh, yeah. sports well, month yeah. and February sucks. Yeah. You had, of course, March Madness. Yes. And boy, was it mad. Oh, did you see that game oh, last, last night? night? Less than half a second less. We watch games as a family. Throwback jumper. Just... Oh, it, Point six, point five, point four. Eight. Lamont Butler. And just, just sinks it. Oh, but FAU was dominating uh, I know, that game. I know, it came back. 14 points. Hey, just goes to show you. I thought, well, in the second game, I thought maybe that would happen. But no, the second game it was UConn cool. UConn is just extremely just, dominant. And it, it's too bad because you kind of felt coming off that first game, there was going to be a build up to a really competitive yes. second game. 
And uh, listen, the Hurricanes gave it all they got, but it was they, yeah. they just seemed outmatched, which seems kind of crazy, but that's that's sports. It's college, it's college basketball. But wow, what a first game that was for oh, San Diego State. Lamont Butler. I, you know, when I had a feeling when he took the ball up court, no timeout. One on one. As soon as he got space, yeah, he was going to nail that. And there's ten jumper. seconds left, and he dribbles up, dribbles up, looks around, hooks to his right, and you see that you see the defensive man go. <gasps> And his yeah. eyes get all wide, and he stretches his hand out as far Small as he motion. can, and you're just like, oh, he's going to bank it. I mean, I mean, it's going to be nothing but net, Yeah. right? And it was just, and you just look at the clock, less than, I guess it's what you dream about as a kid, yeah. at any level, less than, you know, whatever it is, you just go up and you Spread hear the, the buzzer, and boom, and, you, and you're going to the national championship. And I got to tell you, I think like most people on the East Coast, yeah. I knew they had a good team all year, San Diego State, but I knew nothing about them. We don't hear about them. Because their games are basically on at like 10, 11 o'clock at night. East Coast even on at all. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so we're in for probably a really good final game between yeah. UConn and San Diego. And listen, of course, so we're doing have, that as a family. You have, uh, you have Iowa playing uh, the, the women's. Wins. The women's, oh, that, yeah. that hotshot Iowa basketball player yeah. who's like... Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark for the top of the key. 41 points? Yeah, just you know a three-pointer, five feet off the top of the key, nothing but net. This is important in my house yeah. because my daughter Perry She's loves basketball, basketball, loves women's yeah. basketball, and professionally she would like to do something in women's yeah. sports. So she's following all these people. Yeah. She's my source of information. Yeah. But the fact that South Carolina lost, I know. didn't lose a game all year, didn't win, lose a game until like since like the middle about, of last year. She's getting to the dance. She's got to get to yeah. the dance. So that'll be uh, that'll be a so fun it is. It's March Madness tonight. An opening day baseball, softball's been going on. Um, you got golf season. What could be better? Masters, right? You got the, the Masters. Masters. I've got a, I've got a client who is uh, at there uh, at the Masters. This, wow! So it is. Uh, what can you say, Adam D? Good uh, time for sports. Good not time a, to not have to watch. Uh, not enough to watch professional rodeo, uh, the bull riding, or the power slapping. Or anymore. no more. Uh, what's that thing with the sandbag? Cornhole. The cornhole. No more professional yeah, cornhole. Yeah, and I don't have to uh, watch. Did you wake up to 175 texts oh my from the gosh, Dad Geeks? Adam D. Uh, I love the guys. I do. But they love wrestling. I got to tell you. It was I, WrestleMania last night. I had no idea. Now, all I know is that what I'm going to say is it's it's going to be, it, it it's mean, but it's not mean. Yeah. It was a bunch of like, like eighth grade girls in a chat group. Uh, and it doesn't do justice to the eighth grade girls who actually do know how to do a chat group. Yes. Uh, it was that bad. 175 messages. I had to turn my uh, the the vibration it, off on my phone. It just kept it was going. going off it, till kept, midnight. it just kept going and going and going. It was just z- 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 and I had z- no idea what they were talking about. Oh my gosh, I'm just wow. And, and I'm a little scared because we're supposed to go up later this season. Yeah. For an episode with a guy who runs a wrestling collectible store. Oh, who's no. a dad. Okay. And I, I'm I'm more. I feel like. Do you remember like when you went to a theme park and yeah. you saw these parents had their kids on a leash? Yes. We're gonna have to put these guys <laughs> on a, a leash. leash. Yes. Because I don't want to lose them. Uh, we're gonna be, they're gonna be. Oh my god! We're gonna have to. Say, Hello. We don't have to do. We have to put the little iPad things. Uh, not the, the <laughs> tracers. iPod tracers on them and sort of film oh, so we'll know exactly where they are at all times. Good time. stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> well, my friends, Gil Walchuk, a great guy coming up. He's a movie buff. We're going to talk a lot about movies. We're going to talk a lot about kids in college. That's coming up right here on Bad to the Dad. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. Adam D. here. You know, the North Jersey counties of Essex, Union, and Morris have become very popular because of their competitive school system, great parks, civic living, but the housing market has gotten red hot. So if you're planning on moving to these counties, you're going to want to have somebody on your side, a real strong advocate that knows the market and lives here too. And that is Idan Karen of the Stan K team, the top 1% of realtors in the area. 
You want to reach out to Adon, he is going to take care of you. You can contact him by phone at 516-730-4726, or you can find him on Instagram at Idan.realtor. That's I-D-A-N dot Realtor on Instagram. Idan Karen from the Stan K team. You can't go wrong. We are bad to the dad with coach Randy and Adam D you want to know more about your favorite fast growing dad theme pod podcast, not pod crass, which Look sometimes we Look get at into you today. Yeah. At you today. Well, the game, you know, you take one trip you take out of one, town, you take one trip out of town, you watch a kid play golf and, <laughs> <laughs> and I just can't get it together. All right. All right. Um, am I doing this again? Or am I just going to keep going? <laughs> just continue. All right. Well, uh, you want to know more about your favorite dad theme fast growing podcast well social media is the best source of information and at bad to the dad is the handle for most of our social media platforms that of course includes instagram facebook and twitter and if you want to connect with coach randy and me on linkedin you could certainly do that coach randy is randy nathan and i am adam d chandler happy to connect with you you'll have a friend for life and we'll never let go which sounds creepy but uh, believe me it has tremendous tremendous professional value we also have a, a website, which is badtothedad.com, so you can get, get information about your, your hosts and upcoming guests. And if you want to download the podcast from there, you certainly can. No problem if you'd like to do that. We understand not everybody is an Apple podcast or Spotify kind of person. And please interact with us. Email is the best way to do that. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Show ideas, guest ideas. If you'd like to sponsor Bad to the Dad, and we know you do, you know you've got some couch cushion change that's just dying to be spent, and you could die die to be spent here at, at Bad to the Dad, please um, reach out to us and contact us at badtothedad.com, and you can also DM us on any of those social media platforms. Off to a great start here. That fumbling life. and bumbling and stumbling out of the gate, you but know, hey, it just means we're just normal dads just trying to do a thing. And you know what? It's we're Sunday not going to hide this from our listeners. No, no, we are just routine podcasters. You we're know? let them see we're humans. Let them see what's behind the screen. What's but you know what? Gate. We can only go up, and we've got a great guest we who's going to help guest. us redeem this segment of Bad to the Dad, and that is Gil Walchuk. Hello, Gil, and welcome to Bad to the Dad. Good to have you on. Good to be here. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Randy, good to be here. I know Gil has been just chomping at the bit to get on Bad to the Dad. Now, what's funny, let me give you a little bit of background. Yeah. So Gil and I met uh, in January of 2020. You remember January of 2020. Things were semi-normal. but no, it was, They were very normal. They were very normal. But actually, the year was off to a bad start because the weekend that I met Gil at this conference, we had learned that Kobe Bryant, uh, yeah. uh, his daughter yeah. and friends died in this helicopter yeah. crash in yeah. California. So already the tone was set for yeah. what kind of year 2020 was going to be. But one of the positives that came out was I got to meet people like Gil Walchuk at this learning conference. And I actually recorded an interview with him because I thought he'd be a cool dad who loved movies. Oh, is that when he had the bank? That's one of the one of the ones I had stockpiled. And we, we never used it because I said, you know what? Now we have this Zoom thing and eventually good. we're going to get him on live. And, and here we are three years later. 
getting Gil Walchuk on live. So we have, you know, we have a lot to talk about. Gil, Gil covers a lot of subject matter, but we're just going to have fun having a conversation as dads with Gil. So Gil, looking forward to that. So we always start off with like an on the spot question. And I did talk about your love of, of the movies that we love, you know, the Chevy Chase and the Mel Brooks and, and that repertoire of films. So what is your Mount Rushmore of, of films? Like what are the four films where if it happens to pop up on cable on a Sunday afternoon, you're canceling all plans and you're watching? Four films that they show up on a Sunday. Well, in comedy, first, Caddyshack and Fletcher top two. I mean, there is hard stop. They come on. We go nowhere. And we do every line. Uh, and fortunately, growing up in South Florida, I got to play the golf course that Caddyshack was filmed on. Oh, no so, kidding. Wow. Yeah. So literally, we would go not there for, for not high really. school and college. We would drink and we would recreate, you know, all the great scenes, everything from that's a peach hun to, you know, stand up behind the ball washers, Bill Murray and, you know, Mrs. Green, you look that's good in the shirt. The master's champion. Yes. Eight iron from 255 yards out. You know, crazy yardage that he gives. It, it was great growing up on that golf course and getting to play it. Um, outside comedies, I mean, you know, pick your Goodfellas, Casino, um, obviously Godfather, those kind of movies also. You, hard stop. Um, maybe not the most popular guy, but Braveheart comes on. Mm -hmm. I'm a hard stop. I'll watch all three and a half hours of Braveheart at any time. Yeah. So like most guys, yeah. it's half comedies, typically Ch Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, and then the, and then the mafia movies. Yeah. yeah. Right. And people getting killed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. there's comedy in those too. There, there were there were there were funny Big lines. Time. You put your in a movie, you're gonna have no, comedy. No, take the right. canola, leave the gun. I mean, come oh. on. Great stuff. So speaking of that, yeah. And I'll ask you this too, coach, because yeah. we've really never had an episode in the nine seasons or eight and a mm -hmm. half seasons that we've done this where we actually asked this question i'll ask gil first do you have like a favorite line from all those movies that just keeps coming up in regular conversation it just it just bubbles to the surface so naturally i mean i think my favorite line from fletch is is six five six nine with the afro yeah it it, it it naturally for me comes up every time i hit the court yeah. <laughs> maybe not so much in my 50s but certainly in my 30s yeah. Playing, you know, street ball in Atlanta or Philadelphia, wherever I was, we would kind of drop that line no matter everywhere. Um, that was an easy one. I mean, you could pick your line from Fletch. I won't have my wages garnished. Um, they're all so good. Uh, Fletch yeah. is the easy one to drop one-liners. I think even when we hopped on the Zoom, you know, you own wherever, you know, I have I have a lease with an option to buy, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's when I, that, the lease with the option to buy is when I always go to. Yeah. Lease the yeah. option to buy, you know. And then, of course, you know, Caddyshack, there's just... Uh, so what? So let's dance. <laughs> right. If somebody step on a duck. Yeah. You know, it's the worst out I've ever seen. <laughs> it looks good yeah. on you. What does it come with? A free ball of soup? Pull yeah. pond? Yeah, pull a pond. Yeah, the hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 50, 50 bucks this male kid picks his nose. Yeah. Another 50, he eats it. <laughs> you know, yeah. So there's not going to be any money involved, but when you die on your deathbed, you get total consciousness. So you got that right. Going. So I got that going. Nice. Which right. Is, which is nice. Which is nice. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, course, would you like me to tie you up with your ties? Tie. And then tie. You have Animal House. You have Animal House. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, was it was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Germans. So I, I'll give you a funny story about Animal House. Maybe that's where my the, my love for movies. 
and I guess my mother will listen to this podcast and she's going to hate me for it. So my mother was going through a divorce right around when Animal House was coming out. I think she thought I'm going to take my son and this will help me alleviate some of my pain. So she took me to see Animal House as probably like an eight or nine year old kid to the movies to go see Animal Houses. This is what college life was like for me when I was a freshman in 1960. <laughs> probably not the right thing to do, right? Um, so yeah, that was my exposure like Animal House, which was pretty great. So. You know, that's funny, Gil, as you talk about that, uh, it brought back uh, a memory of mine. Uh, my grandfather was in the army. He served in the army and um, Stripes mm. came out. Mm. And he thought it'd be a good idea to take me to go see Stripes when I must have been 10, 11 or so. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Stripes, the wrestling scene. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> You're a green yeah. fight machine. And he comes up and... <laughs> He's from Cisco. He goes, he goes, oh, and he goes, it covers my eyes. <laughs> so here's the problem with Stripes, right? So Stripes would be one of those movies that you would say would be the, you know, it's kind of lost that. Where is that gone? Yeah. But Stripes died. I mean, Stripes is like the happy days of movies because it jumps the shark. Because the second yeah, yeah. they get to Germany, you yeah. cut that movie off and say, I don't want to watch it anymore. Austria. Austria. Right. Wisconsin. <laughs> I got my right. house in Wisconsin. Once that Winnebago shows up, you can get yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Larroquette. What about like meatballs? So we're talking about Bill Murray oh, films. What about meatballs? Rudy the Rabbit. Just yeah. doesn't matter. No. Yeah, and the stomach. I mean. Oh my God! Yeah. This is the year that the Fink, the Fink beats. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what Je what Jewish kid didn't go to sleepaway camp and want to kind of just live that life? Yeah. Hey, you on the water skis. <laughs> So yeah, that was a you know kind of a semi-obscure Bill Murray film mm -hmm. that's not quotable. But when you watch, you're like, oh damn, this was good. And then when I think about another Chevy Chase film, Spies Like Us. Spies Like Us. Remember Spies Like Us? Right. Yeah. It was sort sure. of post, you know, post the heyday of vacation. Yeah. Oh, so many. And post obviously Fletch. Oh, and these mm -hmm. kids appreciate. It. I, as a matter of fact, I, I, I my son, I, my my son, I, I you have four kids like me. Uh, and we're both two different marriages. Uh, two, two marriages. Not at the right? same time. I thought that's what you meant. <laughs> right next to each other. <laughs> See, that's what you did there. See, oh, yeah, I get it. You know, and so I showed my my son these movies, and he loved it. And it was it was a joy as a as a father watching my son appreciate it at all the right moments when we were traveling back and forth. But like, I want to show these to my my younger two daughters, and my wife says they just it, it won't be funny to them, and no. it, and it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because these are like the icons of my youth. Yeah, they don't get it. The closest I can come from, have you seen a movie and it's a new, newer from the 90s, uh, Can't Hardly Wait? Do you know yes, that movie? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the guy who made that movie, Harry Elfont, I grew up with. And he, uh, in, in Philadelphia, and he modeled the characters after our school so that he created a fictitious school. It's not the school we went to. Uh, which is Lower Moreland High School. I'll give a plug to my school in Philadelphia. Um, and so there's always a debate amongst the group of who Harry had intended for all those characters. So I've had the kids watch that movie. They've liked that movie. That's, that's fairly new enough. Now. That's yeah. with McDreamy, right? That's the... Um... No, that's, that's Jennifer um, Love Hewitt. Oh, that Love. Okay, so that's right. That Cabin yeah. Love. Wait, is the one with yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the party in the in the backyard? Right, there's a house party going on. Is party in the backyard yes. with yep. uh, Jerry uh, O'Connell or whatever is shows up. Yeah, Trip yep. McNeely. Yeah, Trip McNeely. 
Um, Jennifer Lowe Hewitt. Right, that's right. right. With the Rusties. Yep. Yeah. Yes, Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry. You're yes. right. Right. So, Gil, do you do you watch these kinds of movies with your kids? Have you introduced them to that pantheon of great films that we're talking about? I, I've tried. They could care less. Yeah. And it's so sad, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've given up. It is, but I've given up. It's it, it's Marvel movies. So the girls are different, right? But the one boy, it's Marvel movies. And I, I've at least gotten him into sports. That's as far as I could go. He, he, yeah. he enjoys sports now uh, and goes and plays golf with me and sit and play poker. And that's the best I can do. That, that's pretty good. I've had success with Fletch with both kids. The first time I showed Fletch to my son, Aiden, well, his, his, his Aiden, favorite part yeah, was... Yeah when uh he's mr poon yes mr poon meeting with the head of yeah. uh, you know, scotch romanian yeah the, the was <laughs> comanche the, indian yes and and he says if you dc boys mm -hmm. and he loves when flesh is just playing with his bow tie while the other guy is playing with the <laughs> necktie and then we like to recreate the scene where Fletch goes to the airport to try to get information on stanwick's flight to provo yes yeah, to not provo. spain mm. utah Utah. Uh, so Perry is the uh, is the the attendant behind yes, yes. the desk. But she looks up, and then I'll say Maurice or Pierre, and she'll go, Sally Ann. Sally Ann. After that whole sequence, it's it's very organic. Good to know what her next to me. When Bridgeworth is playing, this amount of space. Singling. So so that's what we do. That's, but that's uh, that's about as successful. Yeah, no, it is. It's heartbreaking. It's it's got it's actually yeah. gut wrenching. That uh, for me, I would stop and watch them, and I laugh and. What's even funnier is I say the lines and my wife just knows it. Yeah. We sit there and she 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 panders to me, says, do what you gotta do. Ah, darn, darn. Da, da, da. I just <laughs> get told to shut up. And I'm laughing <laughs> and I'm laughing before it happens. And they're like, I mean, this is so funny. I I just I, I don't know. I just I, I feel sad that my we're, kids we're can't in appreciate a long it. Car yeah. ride and they're not making movies with, yeah. with lines like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just like you said, it's all about multi-billion dollar budgets and things blowing up now what do you think about the remakes like the remakes have been really bad except for i'll give the vacation i think was a successful remake the ed helms version of vacation yeah, is pretty funny I didn't, I didn't see it yeah no that, that yeah. Was, it was clever it was very clever it was uh it was decent they knew that they couldn't top chevy chase right uh, like like bad news bears why would you ruin such a great movie and hmm. it was a decent attempt but you don't i mean you have you have bad news bears as it was, and they come back and they do bad news bears. There's only one buttermaker. There's only one buttermaker. Right. And you just can't you cannot compete with that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I've never yeah. been a big fan of the re the repeats, and I I kind of cringe almost. Like they just did this Fletch one uh, yeah. with on Ham, which yeah. had they not had Fletch, the other Fletches maybe be good. But oh my god, it was like watching fingers on a on a on a on a, yeah. on a chalkboard. Just I will I will watch it. I see it like I'm on planes all the time and I see it sitting there and I just won't hit the button. So, you know, Gil, they, these are based on books, right? There was a whole yes. series of, of Fletch books and I actually bought a couple on, yeah. on Amazon because they were they were cheap and they're and they're dated. Believe me, they're mm -hmm. written. You know, they were, were written in the early 80s. And I felt that the John Hamm version was kind of a combination of Chevy uh, and 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 the books are like a combination yeah. of two, Chevy Chase and John Hamm. Um, I just thought the John Hamm version was a little too milk toast. You didn't get the lines. Well, there, there you didn't the get lines. the disguises. Um, well, that's what they, they they did that. And then, of course, um, and we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. The History of the World Part Two, mm. which 
Um, Been watching that, Gil? So I have gotten through 27 minutes of the first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 that's that, about yeah. right. Yeah, that's uh, the the second episode is actually much better. Um, is it? And yeah, the second episode is worth it. Uh, and then there's spotty things over but, the course of the, the the six episodes. I felt I felt committed because I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan. I felt committed, but he's he's not in it except for introducing the uh, each different segment. So, but I'm going to be honest with you. So I went back after 27 minutes of the first one, and that was on a plane again coming yeah. down, and I had to stop. I came back and put on Hulu at home and and said, "Let me fire up the first one." Yeah, and, and outside of the Roman scene and the French scene, the rest of it really doesn't isn't doesn't hold up either. I mean, the man, the dawn of time is just stupid. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and and, and this the Inquisition is is not good. I mean, it's it's a song about you know bad stuff. Mm -hmm. it, it, the Roman thing is great. I mean, look, the Roman thing is oh, going to be the king. It's going to yeah. be the king. Well, the French that's the French. Great yeah. too, but I mean, when he's in line and, and B. Arthur asks him, right. if he, you know, what does he do? He's a stand-up philosopher, yeah. And you know, and his agent Ron Carey comes running in and says he's booked him in the, you know, at Caesar's Palace, the big room, yeah. And he walks in, and Dom DeLuise is sitting there eating great. I mean, that is just yes. great stuff. Yes. And Gregory yeah. Hines is phenomenal. Yeah. That that twenty-five minutes is gold. Yeah. The rest of it's not that good. Well, the the best part is at the the, the end credit. No Jews in oh, space. Yeah. The Jews <laughs> in space. Hitler right. on ice. And they take Hitler on ice and uh, they blow that up yeah. in the first episode yeah. of of yeah, this so, new season. Yeah. So it was um, uh and I guess maybe because what makes those things so funny is we're adolescent boys. And when you the opening scene is about caveman opening up and starting to to, to masturbate, that's kind of funny. Yeah, and <laughs> but, on walls. But, yeah, it's funny back then. Yeah. But this, but this this uh new yeah. version. You know, the Ulysses S. Grant trying to get a drink thing. Oh, God. It's not very funny. The Marco Polo scene yeah. with Kublai Khan, and it's like punked. I'm like, yeah. that would have been funny 10 years ago. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. The the, the Kama Sutra thing with Kamal Najini was pretty funny. Oh, with the soup. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the soup. That, yeah. that was funny. Yeah. But that's it. I'm about an episode. But it was at its basis level yeah, about sex. That's the, so, that's right. right. Those are those, those movies. And but you have you have four kids, right, Gil? Four kids between us, yes. Between you. Uh, and what are the ages again? Uh, 22. About to be 22. Yeah. Uh, almost 21 and almost 20. Wow. Wow. So that's four kids in some sort of university program, right? All four of them in university programs spread around this great country of ours. When you say spread. We're not talking about spreading like peanut butter, which is the only thing you can eat right now. But you mean they're actually yeah, uh, that and ramen noodles, yes, and ramen right? Noodles. Yes. A, lot, a lot of ramen. Now, now, one thing, and you know, we Jews say we're shepping nachis, which yes. is actually my favorite of the three stooges. And he's Shep a member Nahis. of the tribe. He's a tribesman. That's right. Um, you have this. This this oldest one is the one that just got accepted to Penn Dental School. Is that right? Uh, she is technically the second oldest. The oldest is one of mine, okay. who's twenty two, who is a senior at Tulane University. She's graduating and going to get a job. So, yes, that's the oldest. Um, we'll see how long she wants to work and then go back to school. Um, but, yes, the second oldest is a uh, graduating from the University of Florida, which also is my alma mater. Yeah. Uh, and she is going to, yeah. Get a chomp. Get a chomp. She is going to dental school at the University of Pennsylvania from my hometown, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 
Wow. And then you have two more. Also, two more. Yeah. I can plug them. One's a junior at, at Marist College in upstate New York, yeah, Poughkeepsie, to be to be uh, yep. exact. And then the uh, the youngest is a sophomore boy. The oldest three are all girls. The youngest is a sophomore boy at Georgia College, which is a liberal arts school here uh, in Milledgeville, Georgia, which is in the middle of the state of Georgia. All right. So, so Gil, you, you mentioned Philadelphia, your original hometown. Yes, sir. But you lived in Florida and now, yep. now you're in Atlanta. You got it. So uh, very much an East Coast guy. How did, how did you end? I mean, Philadelphia, we know you were born there. That's sort of where you were raised. How did yep. you end up in all these other places? Uh, so Florida, my parents got divorced, which kind of happens in the uh, early 80s, right? Late 70s, early 80s. And we, we moved uh, we moved to South Florida because that's where all the Jews go. Um, and my mother, my mother wanted to be near her mother who had retired to South Florida. So I spent my high school years in South Florida uh, and then went to college in Florida, the University of Florida. And then when I graduated, the next big city to go to was Atlanta. So uh, my first job out of school was in Atlanta, and I settled in Atlanta in 1992, and I've been here pretty much since. I did a stint in Dallas and a stint in Manhattan, but basically I was back in uh, Atlanta. So I can appreciate the travel. Born in Colorado, lived in California, now now housed in New Jersey. Who's your sports teams then? I, I mean... Mm -hmm. I, so here's the thing. When you're a Philadelphia and you're a Philadelphia, okay. it is Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, Eagles... Right. The only yeah. departure to that is obviously my alma mater. I mean, University of Florida takes precedent to all. I've been a season ticket holder since, mm -hmm. I mean, as a freshman in 1986, but oh. as an alumni since 1991, mm -hmm. uh, I still have a block of tickets with 16 of my boys. We travel. I've been to all the national championships, all the final fours. Uh, that takes precedence, but mm -hmm. Philadelphia through and through. So football and basketball, you have season tickets to Gators. Uh, no, only football. I mean, you can't to get yeah. to Gainesville for a bit midweek basketball games is just insane. I mean, well, but, they have a they do have a great softball team. We follow we softball and baseball. Baseball is number three in the country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are your kids Philadelphia sports fans too? Are you one of those parents who are able to? Oh man, I tried, Adam. No, I no. Um, I did. So my two girls. When they were young, I at least had the University of Florida thing. I mean, I've got pictures of them in Gator cheerleader outfits. Uh -huh. You know, growing up here in Atlanta, that was a must for me. And I think the proudest thing I did as a parent is I kept all four of them away from the University of Georgia and Florida State University. <laughs> that's that's all I cared about. I mean, to the detriment of my wallet, I said, "You will not go to the University of Georgia." Yes, yeah. and that's and that's a hard that's a hard no. That's a hard no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did they were, they, were they allowed to apply or not even apply? Oh, no, they applied. And my, my, my oldest that's at Tulane got in. and mm -hmm. She's at Tulane. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, you are not going to become a Satanist. That's yeah. sort of what, that's sort of the It's not going to happen. Right. Yes. That's, that's amazing. So tell us a little bit about raising a family in Atlanta. We know a lot of actually Northerners who've gone yes. down to Atlanta. It's a beautiful area. Just for a change of pace and they, and they love it. So what's Atlanta like for, for Gillen family? I mean, Atlanta's a great city to raise a family. I mean, it's I mean, it's a lot of different places. Uh, for us, it's the suburbs. I mean, obviously, we we're not in the city. We're about 15, 20 miles outside the city. Uh, so you are malls and big lawns, and everybody's out walking their dogs. And uh, you know, it, it very interesting world as an empty nester now. I think it's great to see neighborhoods turn over, but. Um, Atlanta is a great place. Uh, you get all four seasons. We get winter. 
we get made fun of for the you know snowmageddon we had a few years ago with ice that iced us over uh we have sports we get sports teams that come in we get broadway we get shows you get it all atlanta's a great place to be um so really and we have a great big airport uh we have it all so uh we a lot of northerners come here uh you know new yorkers love to come to atlanta because the cost of living for them they think is really cheap you know your house on long island that you paid whatever for and you get on the lirr and spend two hours to get in manhattan you can spend an hour and 15 minutes in atlanta traffic and you think that's heaven yeah, and love that monorail system in Hartsfield. Oh, yeah, no, that is uh, <laughs> the, the only way you're going to get from one terminal to the other. Uh, yeah, is, uh, the, look, the only thing that we don't have in Atlanta is any kind of mass transportation system. It's uh, Mart is about the worst thing that's ever was created for moving people through a town. So our traffic is a nightmare. Well, there you have it, Adam D. Atlanta. All thumbs well, up yeah, about we, the traffic. We asked Christian about Brooklyn, <laughs> and now we got a guy in Atlanta. Yes. So I think we need to do this whole... If, if not a travel blog, a hey, so you're thinking about moving to Black X, Y, and Z. Town. You know, I see a spinoff. Yes, I see a spinoff. There you go. It's it's a great food town. Dad travels the country. Yeah. So you've got these these four kids. Um, yep. I know they're all spread out to different colleges. So when you're all together, what do you like to do? So these days we're we're all together so rarely. You know what we really like to do? We really like to sit around and make fun of each other. Uh, sounds great, like my kind of family. Pastime. So is it like a roast? <laughs> yeah, I mean, life around each other is like a roast. I mean, we'll, we'll sit around with the dogs. So we've got two dogs and um, it's, it is really just kind of catching up and making fun of each other. It's, um, it's a good time. I mean, uh, we will all be together. I'm, I'm trying to think. It, we have two graduations coming up in May, um, though we won't have everybody at any one of them. Um, because kids will still be in school during certain different times. So I don't know when we're all going to be together again the next time. We all were together over Christmas break for literally like four hours. That was it. Um, because when you're blended, you know, my yeah. two kids will travel with the other side. And yeah. Yeah. Um, especially when the kids get older, they're off doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really, we just like to spend time with each other and just kind of catching up and hanging out. Well, and we like to watch movies. We like to, you know, um, just get caught up on life and have fun making fun of each other. Yeah. And I know you're a busy guy too. You're an executive. And um, I know we, when we met, you were leading one technology and, and now you're leading another. You know, the one thing I, I ask of uh, parents often is when there is that downtime, whether it's a spring break or a winter break, are you able to vacation as a family unit? And like, what's one of the best vacations you've taken as a, as a, as a combined family? Well, you know, that three-year period of the COVID thing really killed the vacation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying uh, to a vacation again. Yeah, we haven't. And again, because that was in the middle of most of them leaving for school. Yeah. Um, so as a family vacation, I think the last one we took was four years ago. We cruise as a family. We mm -hmm. have enjoyed that. Nice. Um, nice. I think that's been the best thing that we've done, the six of us together. Because again, it's that thing that everybody can come to where we all have dinner together, we'd all have breakfast together, and everybody could go do their own thing. Yeah. Uh, especially when the kids were were little, they would do either the kids club and the couple that were older would do their own things and go look at boys or whatever they would do. And mm -hmm. Suzanne and I could just go sit in a chair and, and drink mudslides all day. Right. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, and then you get to go out and do the excursions and have your days out and all that kind of stuff. I, Cruising was always the best kind of family vacation for us. Do you have a particular cruise line that you like the most? 
Uh, with the kids, it was always Royal, uh, Royal Caribbean. Um, I will tell you as adults, um, the best cruise I ever took was the Alaska cruise and we did celebrity for Alaska. If you, if you're not a big fan of cruising, I would say do Alaska and, and you'll get a different opinion of it. And no, no, we're my family. Um, I mean, you've done, you've done cruises. We love, but, you know, we did Alaska for yeah. our honeymoon, yeah. believe it or not. And we were definitely the youngest by 50 years, Yeah, no, we, but, but we wanted to do adventures. Like we yeah. wanted to go kayaking. We wanted to hike mountains. So for us, that was that was the right thing without the better weather. Yeah, no, right. a, we're, we're Royal Caribbean fans. So it is, and it's great when you go on a family because they can go off and do their own things. And especially when they're younger, they go off the teen stuff. And then we always had a, we always have a rule, just come back for mealtime. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think you can rate cruises based on the level of, and this may have changed and this might affect some audiences based on the level of, of tattoos and cellulite <laughs> in the crowd. A lot of ink. So, like right you've got a lot yes you've got your carnivals yeah. and then you know up through the up through, princesses yeah. to the celebrities celebrity sort of other than those river cruises that you see in europe the viking oh the viking looks kind but, of fun uh, those but are, the celebrity i think yeah. is what that's like the the top drawer right? yeah the celebrity is like the royals step up right yeah. so like yeah. if if Lexus is Toyota's step up as Lexus, you know, yeah. celebrity is Royals version of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's a good way to put it. Good to put it. So, yeah, no. So uh, I'm glad to hear you have a good time with your family. I know it's like to, to have to blend those families together and the challenges that are often faced. Um, as a, as a, a dad, we often ask for dad advice at this portion of our visit together, which is advice for dads. Uh, what kind of dad advice do you have? You know, the best advice, dad advice that I ever got that I would, that I always give, especially to young dads, is the things that you think are really, really hard things now, catalog and just wait, because they're the really easy things. <laughs> oh, you think that's hard. <laughs> right. And, and it's, that's number one. And it's not, it's the truest thing ever. And then also the things you think that you think you're going to be really hard about, Write that down and remember it. Because I remember like when my girls were very young and I would see older dads and I would see them looking at their, you know, see the girls getting away with what they're wearing and all that, you know, dating and all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to tell my daughter that I've, or, or their dates that I've got a shotgun and a shovel. Yeah. You know, that, that that's going to be my line. Or I'm going to give every boy that comes in the house a bullet and tell them that the next one's going to be coming a little bit faster. <laughs> First of all, I don't own guns, right? I don't own a gun, so I can't shoot you anyway. I don't believe in any of that stuff. So that's just stupid. And, and literally, I just don't care. Like, as long as my kids are happy with whoever they choose to be with and they're with good people, none of that other stuff matters. So just all that preconception stuff, just let it go and just learn how to let your kids be happy and find out who they are and stop trying to put yourself into your kids would probably be my best advice I could give. Awesome. Good stuff. Bill Walchuk on Bad to the Dad. You know, we know it took forever to get you on, but then of course this interview went lightning fast and we're going to want to have you on again. And and this is this is everything we intended it to be. Just talking, talking dad talk, talking movies. So a lot of fun for us, Gil. Hopefully a lot of fun for you too. I loved it. Thanks guys. And I appreciate you finally getting to the end of the dad so I can get on. <laughs> what he's saying is you basically plow through your network yes. and then you got bupkis you now, got got so now we now we bring now we bring gill back on <laughs> no but i think there might be a there might be a, a gill gill walchuk part two kind of deal happening so awesome seeing you best to the family thanks so much for making time and uh, we'll do it again soon
All right. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. We are bad to the dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Hi, everyone. Adam D here. You know that Bone Daddy logo that graces all of our social media accounts and some of our swag, too? That is the work of Berman Branding, led by Becky Berman. Becky does a phenomenal job with graphic design. She knows her way around a website, but she does so much more. She's also a web strategist and can help your business, small, medium, or large, have a much stronger presence. She'll give you some great ideas as to how to get your brand in front of the eyeballs of your target audience. So visit Becky's Instagram site, at Berman Branding. You can also check out her website, www.bermanbranding.com. It's Berman Branding for all of your graphic design, web design, social media, and marketing strategies. Berman Branding. We are Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. Once again, want to give a tip of the hat to our sponsors. They are Berman Branding for all your marketing, graphic design, web design, and marketing strategy needs. Again, Berman Branding, they design the Bone Daddy logo and all its variations. And of course, Idan Karen from the Stan K Realty team, top 1% for selling homes in the North Jersey area, specifically Morris, Essex, and Union Counties. Coach Gil Walchuk, great guy, a lot of fun to spend time with. A lot of with. fun time to spend with. Kind of reminds me of Jeff from Curb Your Enthusiasm yes, and the Goldbergs. Bit. Yep, yep. So now that uh, that Jeff Garland yeah. is not on the Goldbergs, they yes. should ask Gil Walchuk to stand yeah, in. He'd be great. He'd be and he's great. a dad. Yeah, no, it was very nice. And uh, listen, a little rough start with the. With uh, this you know what? You know, I, we kept it in there. You know why? Because our listeners understand that we commit ourselves every day. And even. And you just keep going. Yeah, a couple fumbles and stumbles, but you know what? The show must go on. You make me rough. <laughs> <laughs> now, this was a very important episode yes. because it was the next episode. The next, yep. Next episode mm-hmm. is a very, very special episode. Do yes. you know why? Um, I'm sure you do. Please tell me why. It will be our 125th ah, episode. I, I was going to say 120, but 125th. I remember we got when we sat back to celebrate a hundred. Yeah, uh, I saw the cake that we got. Was our wives were so good to us. Yeah, so we're not going to celebrate like every twenty fifth no, episode. That's but not bad. One twenty five. You know the fact that we got to this point. Who, who thought we could even get to twenty five? <laughs> and actually, our have first listeners. Season. Yeah, <laughs> and have listeners from Luxembourg. Yeah, and <laughs> who knows? You know, maybe maybe we have a, a listener or two from uh, a neighboring well, country. Well, I do know that Liechtenstein. Let's go for Liechtenstein. Listen, I, I talk about my, our podcast all the time. And I know we're picking yeah. up listeners left and right. Um, and shout out to all the, the dads that are out there listening to me speak, to all the coaches and, yeah. and everything else, the parents, because I, listen, check us out, Bad to the Dad. You want to keep doing this thing? Uh, I like how we're doing it. Um, you know, it's tough because our schedules. Yeah. But there's always something I've always said, though. It's like you're in the room, you're in the house, and my energy just up because that's what you do to me. You make me want to be a better me. I'm a giver. Am I a bucket filler? Yeah, you're a bucket filler. You're a bucket maker. You're a bucket... Bucket holder. It's you all about it. buckets. So it's, it's good to be the king. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback, Coach. We're going to do it all again next week? I hope so, brother. Big and pound. All Booyah! right, here we go. Hey, we're bad to the dad. Folks, listeners, have a great week and stay bad to the dad. Bad to the dad.